Section One of the Devolutionist and the Emancipatrix. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chuck Williamson. The Devolutionist and the Emancipatrix by Homer Ian Flint. Part One of the Devolutionist. Chapter One Out of Their Minds. Remember now, don't make a sound, no matter what you see. Mrs. Kinney eyed her caller anxiously as they came to a pause in front of the door. His glance widened at her caution, but he nodded briefly. She turned the key in the lock. Next second, the two stepped softly into the room. Mrs. Kinney carefully closed and locked the door behind them. And meanwhile, the man, peering closely into the shadows of the place, made out a scene of such strangeness that he nearly forgot the woman's injunction. The room was the private study of Dr. William Kinney, in itself it was not at all out of the ordinary shelves of books cases of surgical and psychological instruments star charts maps and astronomical apparatus these told at once both the man's vocation and avocation with these contents and rather severe furnishings the room was merely interesting not remarkable but its four chairs certainly were each of them was occupied by a human being and as mrs kinney and her caller entered neither of the four so much as stirred they were all asleep in the nearest chair was the doctor himself half sitting and half reclining in fact, all four of the sleepers were in attitudes of complete relaxation. The doctor's gray head was resting on one shoulder wearily. On his left was a man of medium height and commonplace countenance. Mr. Smith, whispered Mrs. Kinney, placing her mouth close to the caller's ear so that he might hear the better. Opposite these two sat a man and a woman their chairs placed close together. The one was a slender, well-dressed, boyishly good-looking young woman of perhaps thirty, the other a large, aggressively handsome fellow, possibly five years older. Mr. and Mrs. Van Emmon, explained Mrs. Kinney, still in a whisper. The four sat absolutely motionless. The caller, looking very closely, could hardly make out the rising and falling of their chests as they breathed. Also, he saw that they were all connected, the one with the other by means of insulated wires which ran to brass bracelets around their wrists. At one point, in this curious circuit, a wire ran to a small group of electrical appliances placed on a pedestal at the doctor's side while the caller was still further puzzled to note 
that each of the sleepers was resting his or her feet on a stool the legs of which like the legs of each chair were tipped with glass after a minute of this the caller turned to mrs kinney in such complete bewilderment that she instantly unlocked the door and again cautioning perfect silence led the way into the corridor here she again locked the door upon leaving the spot a quiet young man with keen gray eyes stepped from a room opposite and at a nod from mrs kinney proceeded to do sentry duty outside the study once downstairs and safely within the living-room this is rather mean of you mrs kinney protested the man tell me about it quick the lady complacently took a chair well she remarked innocently i knew you'd want to see him yes but it serves you right she went on blithely for staying away so long let's see you left a year ago june didn't you mr hill he swallowed something and managed to reply great guns yes i've been in the wilds of new guinea for a year without news of any kind i saw my first newspaper on board the dirigible this morning ah well commented mrs kinney provokingly you'll have to be humored i suppose she cogitated unnecessarily long then left the room to get a folio of newspapers and magazines one of these she selected with great deliberation and opened it at the leading article even then she could not hand it over right away you remember that sky-car idea of the doctor's don't you his machine to explore space he couldn't talk of anything else when i you don't mean to say incredulously that he made a success of that he certainly did took a three weeks tour of the planets month before last hill stared in amazement then leaned forward suddenly and whisked the magazine out of mrs kinney's fingers he held the paper with hands that trembled in excitement and this is what he read in the matter-of-fact black and white of the scientific new zealander star explorers return dr kinney and party visit venus and mercury bringing proofs which will satisfy the most skeptical dr william g kinney g van emmon e williams jackson and john w smith who left the earth on december ninth in a powerful sky car of the doctor's design returned on the twenty-third after having explored the two planets which lie between the earth and the sun they found mercury to be a dead world like the moon except that it once supported a civilization nearly as advanced as our own they tell of a giant human a veritable colossus which was the planet's last survivor but on venus they discovered 
people still living they are marvelously developed people infinitely more advanced than the people of the earth and enjoying a civilization that is well-nigh incredible among other things they have learned how to visit other worlds without themselves leaving their planet they do it by a kind of telepathy they know all about us here on the earth and they have accumulated data regarding the peoples of hundreds of thousands of other planets the four explorers are able to prove their statements beyond the shadow of doubt they possess photographs which speak for themselves they have brought back relics from mercury and materials from venus such as never existed on the earth they submit a vast library of extraordinary advanced scientific literature which was given to them by the venusians the article went on to detail to the extent of some eight or ten pages the main features of the exploration hill however did not stop to read it all just then he looked up his thoughts flying to the strange scene in the room upstairs what are they doing recuperating not exactly mrs kinney was a little disappointed here let me point out the paragraph and she ran a finger down the column until it indicated this line among other things they have learned how to visit other worlds without themselves leaving their planet they do this by a kind of telepathy that's the explanation mrs kinney said quietly hill fairly blinked when he read the paragraph they are trying out one of the venusian experiments of course you know the doctor he couldn't resist the temptation and i must say the others are just as bad mr smith is quite as much interested as mr van emmon mr smith is an electrical engineer the other man is a geologist and a very adventurous spirit as for mrs van emmon but this account mentions hill referred to the magazine e williams jackson who was he she not he mrs van emmon now she used to be an architect she had the other three fooled for days she passed herself off as a man but hill was too absorbed in the general strangeness of the affair to note this amazing item he again glanced at the article opened his mouth once or twice as though to ask a question thought better of it each time and finally got to his feet let me have this referring to the magazine mrs kinney handed over the rest of the collection i am sure the doctor would want you to read them i remember he said just before they started away that he wished you could have gone with him did he much pleased hill made some affectionate remark under his breath about the star-gazing old fraud 
then evidently in a hurry to get off by himself and read he made his excuses and left the house mrs kinney returned to the book she had been reading glanced at the clock and noted that it was almost at the hour previously agreed upon that she should arouse the four upstairs she put the book down and started toward the stairs at that instant a large gong sounded in the hall in the study upstairs the doctor's hand moved away from a push-button he stirred in his chair and as he did so the other three awakened first van emmon then billy his wife and lastly the engineer next second all four were sitting bolt upright and looking at each other eagerly end of chapter one